Hiya! <laughs> Welcome back! <laughs> it's so good to have you here. I hope that what's brought you here is your desire to be a bit more informed by hearing the other side. You know, I think it's really difficult these days to find objective and accurate portrayals of so many, if not all things, health and wellness related. And too often in the mainstream, they kind of spew more or less of the same. I think mostly in an effort to get consumers to consume. But to me, you're more than an ATM, even if you're not more than an ATM to these corporations. And so I feel like it's my duty to just present you with the opposition because any good system will have two sides, right? So that you can make an informed decision. <laughs> in millions and millions of homes all around the globe, but especially in the West, cupboards are filled nearly to the brim with vitamins, supplements, and other products designed to provide a this for that transaction. But it doesn't work that way. Sure, sleeping pills will get you to sleep, but at what cost? And what is it doing for you in terms of getting you healthy enough to be able to fall asleep on your own without the use of chemicals? Which, by the way, have side effects and can be toxic. You see, the human body is designed to sleep. So how do we address getting to, how do we address getting to do something that is natural? And that's in part what this podcast is about. It may not be specifically just about how to be able to access sleep. It's about how to be able to access all of the tools and all the things that we were designed to do in this miraculous temple known as the human body. This podcast is also a maybe not so gentle reminder that straying away from what's supposed to be natural abilities for us, like reproduction and sleep, to name just a few, are clearly a result of our modern lives. So this space is designed to make you think for yourself again. Hey, maybe that should be a slogan for the next presidential candidate of the United States. Like maybe it could be, think for yourself again, America. <laughs> Listen, you don't need to do anything that I suggest here, but you should be able to think for yourself. I'd rather you exercise the ability to make an informed decision by knowing all sides, at least then I can support even if I don't agree with your choices. Again, I'm not on anyone's payroll, so that affords me the luxury of looking at both sides with a spot of critical thinking, common sense, and a whole lot of intuition. So, who am I? My name is Lisa. I go by the Alkali Yogi on all socials, and I'm a certified holistic lifestyle coach, yoga, meditation, and breathwork teacher at your service. <laughs> and this week, I want to talk to you about vitamins, multi or not. Let's get into it. May I begin by reminding you that 
Over 70% of pharmaceutical drugs on the market today are actually imitations of herbs and plants found in the Amazon. Pharma has long studied wise and ancient traditions along with their remedies and has tried to replicate them in synthetic form. That's how opioids came to be. But in these wise and ancient traditions, they recognize the concept of bioindividuality, which means that in essence, no two people are the same and therefore one person's medicine might be someone else's poison. Shamans and healers spend significant amounts of time with the person they are treating in order to effectively prescribe a personalized remedy. Shamans, not unlike holistic coaches, in fact, most of our teachings are based on ancient traditions, have to look at the whole picture. So yes, bio-individuality is a huge part of it, but also what's happening in your personal life? Are you happy? Are you finding purpose? What's your motivation for getting up in the morning? Are you surrounded by love? Do you feel like you're part of a tribe? All of these things, how you're feeling, whether you've fallen out with a loved one, whether you're fighting with your lover, impact your health. Us as holistic lifestyle coaches, like shamans and ancient traditions, and I'm not comparing us, please understand, also want to look at the whole picture because every piece of the puzzle matters. In other words, if you don't look at every piece, then you don't have a full puzzle, which means you're not looking at the entire person. But, of course, this concept doesn't work so well in the West because that would take the worker bees away from productivity. The concept that we've moved away from is this idea that as a healer, you treat the person like I just described, not the disease, because we're looking at the person and everything that's going on in and around them. The ailment or disease or pain that's in your body, that's just your body's way of communicating to you that something is wrong, something is off kilter, something is unbalanced. To say it differently, Pain is your teacher. Anytime we're faced with disease or discomfort, it's really an invitation to assess, address, and perhaps modify behaviors. This is why a this for that approach simply does not work. It doesn't address the underlying cause for said pain, disease, or discomfort. On the contrary, it masks it. May I give you another example? <laughs> Let's say that your basement is experiencing water seepage or even flooding during heavy rainfalls, God forbid. You might apply some towels, albeit not the good ones, of course, <laughs> to these windows and to your floor. Maybe you take it even a step further and you purchase some type of a seal, like a caulking of sorts, and you apply it to any cracks you may find in the foundation or maybe around any windows or doors that have gaps. Keep in mind, I'm not an expert here, guys. I'm not a contractor. So if the verbiage doesn't sound like that of a professional, it's because I'm not. <laughs> okay. Continuing on. So it turns out that the issue is actually the grading. And so that means that the landscaping has to be entirely redone in order to level out the soil 
so that the water actually is running away from the home. Now this can be very inconvenient and costly. I should know, it happened to me. But what other option did I have other than re-landscaping the entire property in order to spare not only the foundation, but the home? I mean, everyone knows excess moisture will lead to a multitude of issues in the home, including mold, and black mold is something that's very dangerous to humans. It causes cancer, and so it's not something that you should take lightly. So in order to avoid problems down the line, which would have been imminent, I chose to address the cause, in this case, the grading of the landscape, not the water coming into the home, which, after that costly but effective grading, <laughs> It took care of itself. No more water. So why do we and the healthcare professionals overall overlook the cause and simply seek to treat symptoms, or in this case, the flooding? I don't have the answer to that, but it, cert it certainly leaves me wanting. Now, <laughs> that was a long intro, but let's talk about vitamins. Let's say that we've just come from our annual checkup from our GP, and we've come to find out that there is some deficiency or deficiencies in certain vitamins. And so we're told to go and purchase some vitamins or multivitamins to make up for these deficiencies. But we've missed a step here. Can you guess what it is? We have not addressed the why and why we're deficient in something. Is it poor nutrition choices, as in choosing poor quality, um, well, poor quality food like, you know, fast food and processed foods? Or maybe we're choosing what look like good quality foods like produce and fruit, but maybe they're deficient, which is very common, especially with conventional fruits and veg. Or maybe the standard at which our levels are being compared are just simply not effective or applicable to us based on our bio-individuality. And in many respects and areas, our, individu our individualities are not only recognized, but they're celebrated. And somehow in healthcare, it barely gets a mention. Some would say this is where it matters the most because it can literally mean life or death. So let's dive in. Allow me to introduce to you a couple of definitions that I found on acupunturetoday.com. I want to first define for you allopathic medicine. Allopathic medicine refers to the practice of conventional medicine that uses pharmacologically active agents or physical interventions like surgery to treat or suppress symptoms or pathophysiology physiologic processes of disease. And now I'd like to define for you holistic medicine. Holistic medicine represents the idea that all properties of a system, including the physical, biological, social, etc., cannot be truly determined or explained by its component parts alone. Instead, the system as a whole determines how the parts function together. I suppose another way of saying that, if I can recall the phrase, is the sum of all parts is greater than, wait, the whole is greater than, 
I just put my foot in my mouth, guys. I'll be honest with you, my brain just went into a total fog. But most of you, especially those native English speakers, you guys know what I was trying to get at. The whole is greater than the sum of each part, I believe, or something to that degree. Forgive me if I've chopped it up a bit. And I'd like to define one more thing for you because I've already used this term, a bioavailability. I went into merriamwebster.com and their definition for bioavailability is the following. It is the degree and rate at which a substance, such as a drug, is absorbed into a living system or is made available to the site of physiological activity. May I continue on with this uh, bioavailability, guys? I want to give you a little bit more info. So I hopped on over to biology, excuse me, biologydictionary.net, where it states, bioavailability has become a new and upcoming science in recent decades. Many researchers have been concerned with marketing for food and supplements. Many producers make claims that their foods or nutritional supplements carry certain nutrients. However, the science behind these nutrients are absorbed. Sorry, let me begin that sentence again. However, the science behind how these nutrients are absorbed into our system is very different. For example, milk claims to have huge amounts of calcium. Calcium is known to be a, a constituent of bone. Therefore, milk producers have claimed the enormous benefits of milk. However, the bioavailability of calcium in milk has never been shown. In fact, researchers are finding that milk and dairy products tend to pull calcium from the bones to correct for the acidity that they cause in the bloodstream. Countries that drink large amounts of milk are shown to have higher incidences of hip fractures and poor bone health. Clearly, the bioavailability of calcium milk is very low. On the other side of the spectrum, spinach also has a lot of calcium. Scientists have found that when you eat spinach, calcium is not depleted from your bones and is able to be extracted from the spinach. In part, this is due to the high amount of fiber spinach has, which changes the way it moves through the intestines. This allows more calcium and other nutrients to be extracted. The bioavailability of nutrients in plants is typically higher than that of nutrients in animal products. I'm going to read that one for you again so that it lands. The bioavailability of nutrients in plants is typically higher than that of nutrients in animal products. In part, this is because the human body has evolved to be a frugivorous, not necessarily an omnivore or carnivore. So now that we have an understanding of some of these terms, let's move on to how bioavailability applies when taking vitamins. In my course as a coursework, that is as a holistic lifestyle coach, as I was getting my certification, I learned on more than one occasion that man is simply no competition for mother nature. I don't know if you guys don't believe me yet, <laughs> but let me remind you, we can be wiped out at any time. She has the final say. And so we can build tall buildings and huge machines and even nuclear and atomic weapons of mass destruction. But at any moment, this could all disappear. The same way that she created it, she took it away. She Rather, she can take it away. 
And so if you don't believe that, it's because it's easy to fool the mind. <laughs> but it's not so easy to fool the body because the body is not caught up in this chaos and confusion of consciousness. The human body is designed to heal itself. It tends to attack that which, that which does not belong in the body. These are often termed side effects, especially when referring to pharmaceuticals. We continue to push forward though, even when we know of these side effects and dangers, because a person in a white coat somehow knows better than we do about our own bodies. Remember, there is no template. Every body is unique and different. You must become the expert of your own body. No one else can do it. No one else, because you're the only person with your DNA. These very bodies that we have, they defy the odds and the science, all of this cerebral stuff that doctors and everyone else can get caught up in. When really the body is a wonder, it's a study in, of, of something so beautifully complex and so powerful, we can't help but have admiration from it. So, based on, on what I've just said to you, I want you to draw your attention inward and pose this question to yourself. Before I go any further, do you think that man-made vitamins are any type of substitute? What is your discernment telling you? See, I don't believe that they are a substitute. In fact, I'm going to read something to you. Isolated synthetic vitamins can disrupt proper absorption of nutrients. The reason why this is a problem is that each of these key nutrients, when consumed in synthetic form, poses potential health risks. Too much synthetic vitamin A, for instance, can potentially cause liver damage, skeletal abnormalities, peeling skin, and or hair loss. And too much synthetic zinc can block the absorption of bioavailable copper, which is necessary for proper immune function. These same nutrients, as found naturally in whole foods, are completely harmless. I'm going to read that to you again. These same nutrients, as found naturally in whole foods, are completely harmless. But when they are manufactured in a lab and injected into processed foods that have been stripped of their natural nutrient content, commercial breakfast is a perfect example of this, the, the side effects can be quite different. Food producers often fortify foods with large amounts of vitamins and minerals to make their products appear more nutritious so they will sell better, explains the EWG report. Fortified breakfast cereals, cereals are the number one source of excessive intake because all three nutrients are added to fortified foods in amounts calculated for adults, not ever for children. On the other hand, whole food vitamins are safe to consume in high levels. Though the EWG report does not make a clear distinction between whole, based, um, whole food based vitamins and the chemical imitators commonly added to processed foods, the evaluation clearly demonstrates that 
synthetic vitamins are the problem. Because they lack the necessary cofactors required for proper metabolism, synthetic vitamins tend to tax the body rather than feed it. Excessive exposure to fortified nutrients is the result of unscrupulous marketing, flawed nutrition labeling, and outdated fortification policy, adds the EWG report. The current nutrition labeling system puts children's health at risk and is in dire need of reform. I will argue it puts adults at risk too because we're not sleeping, we're not reproducing, we're not well, we're anxious. And if you are well, then frankly, you don't need me. But if what you're doing is not working for you, if this lifestyle, this modern way of living, this taking this pill or that vitamin for that is simply not working for you, then please stick around a little bit longer. And you can read the full report at static.ewg.org. And EWG stands for Environmental Working Group. Again, it's important to note that these findings pertain to synthetic vitamins as they are added back into over-processed foods and not to whole foods that are naturally high in vitamins. And the findings also do not pertain to whole food-based vitamin supplements derived from actual food rather than synthetic chemicals. So after leaving static.ewg.org, <laughs> I hopped on over to another cool little site I came across called bodybuilding.com. And they had a short but pretty concise list of four reasons why you may want to avoid vitamins and multivitamins. Number one, conflicting ingredients. Many vitamins and minerals compete with one another for absorption or their respective concentration within the blood affects the absorption of other micronutrients that are consumed. Calcium, believe it or not, is one mineral that you don't want to consume as a multivitamin. It's critical, yes, but it can impede the absorption of zinc, zinc rather, iron and magnesium, or magnesium rather. Reason number two, missing or underdosed ingredients. Multivitamins have critical vitamins and minerals missing from their formulas. The first is vitamin K. This is supporting, this is important rather, for supporting numerous functions in the body, such as regulating blood clotting, repairing and building healthy bones, and affecting insulin sensitivity and blood glucose levels. Reason number three, the wrong form. You want certain vitamins and minerals in specific forms. For example, most multivitamins don't even include chromium, and if they do, it's often chromium chloride. A poorly absorbable form, a much better form would be chromium picolinate. And reason number four, and we've already talked about this, poor absorption. Many vitamins and minerals are poorly absorbed by the body in supplement form. So it's essential to eat a variety of healthy foods that contain natural sources of vitamins and minerals. Again, unless it's just me here, <laughs> it seems to me that our egos have gotten the best of us. And then we started to believe, buy into, and then sell this concept to the whole world 
that somehow what we made in a laboratory was going to be better than what came from the soil. As if isolating things is a good thing. Isolating humans is not a good thing. <laughs> We're experiencing that now during this pandemic. That's because you need support. Everything needs support. And that's why in nature, everything is supported. But we humans, we get into our heads, we might get a couple of degrees or certifications and we think we're so smart, we've somehow figured it all out. And so if I'm deficient in vitamin A, all I must do is take vitamin A. But the thing is, you see, yeah, <laughs> when you absorb something whole, a natural whole food, and are getting vitamin A, it's getting all of the various components that are needed, the right biochemistry and makeup, it's a complex set of balances and other, and other supporting and complementary minerals that come along with that vitamin A when taken from a whole or a natural food that we simply don't understand or cannot mimic and replicate. I imagine a bit of both. I mean, does that seem so far-fetched? <laughs> Have we become so disconnected and have we become so cerebral to think that we could outsmart or compete with or outdo or outperform uh, Mother Earth, Mother Nature? Because I've got news for you guys. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. No matter what big tech is selling you and big pharma and AI and everything else that's going on, Sure, we can create robots and a whole host of things to kind of make our lives more convenient, but I would argue that overall in general as a planet, we have never been more sick, more unhappy, more stressed. Never have we experienced more dis-ease, many diseases which we have created out of our current living situation in terms of this modern lifestyle that we've created for ourselves. Let's not forget things like heart disease and diabetes didn't even exist 150 years ago. So if you know that, because that's factual, could you then believe or even entertain the idea that we've maybe gone down the wrong path? That maybe along the way, we've taken a wrong turn or two. And that there might be something said for trying to reel ourselves back in, come back to the middle, come back to center, and live a more natural, sustainable, healthy life. Listen, it's not for me to tell you that. It's something that at some point, if it hasn't already washed over you, it's an inclination that will come to you at some point. Every hero's journey starts at its own time. I know when mine started for me, I can remember distinctly because at that very moment, my mentor walked into my life. At that very moment, that very first time I got the inkling that something wasn't right and that it was time to find a different way when I was ready, my teacher showed up. And so if you're not there today, that's okay. That's all right. It just means your hero's journey hasn't begun yet. Everyone has their own timeline. 
And I'll tell you something else. Mother Nature never makes a mistake. And she can course correct <laughs> at any time. So if you've taken a wrong turn, because of course you have free will, and it's your time to embark on that hero's journey, expect her to ruffle some feathers and course correct, and maybe sometimes shockingly and painfully bringing you back on course to where you're supposed to go. I think I've talked your ear off enough for a Monday night <laughs> or whenever you're listening to this podcast. I want to thank you so much for lending me your ear, your time, your thoughts. Let's keep the conversation going. We have so much more to talk about, but if there's anything that you're really, really wanting to talk about now, please find me at alkaliyogi at yahoo.com, spelled exactly as it sounds, A-L-K-A-L-I-Y-O-G-I at yahoo.com, or I'm at alkaliyogi on Instagram. You can also find me at Alkaline Yoga Retreats, which is a page dedicated to our upcoming retreats later on in 2021. We'll be hosting three amazing, wonderful wellness retreats as soon as it's safe to do so in Honduras, home of Dr. Sebi. I can't wait to meet many of you there to guide you through your practice, to guide you through your holistic journey. It's going to be a tremendous time. For more info, please keep posted. And that page again is Alkaline Yoga Retreats, spelled A-L-K-A-L-I-N-E-Y-O-G-A. R-E-T-R-E-A-T-S, Alkaline Yoga Retreats. I'm Lisa. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much. You give me the energy to do what I do. And for that, I'm always grateful. (laughs) Until next week, please do me a favor, guys. Be well and stay well, yeah? (laughs) Take care of yourselves. Talk to you soon. Bye.